At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Shoot the podcast is recorded in front of a live internet audience. For our listening audience, it's time to do the show. I mean, shoe the dough with Aaron and Danae. Streaming on Mixler every Tuesday at noon central or available to download later in your podcast feed. Unless, of course, you're a patron. Patrons get perks. Time for the show to begin, so let's listen in. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, live from a bunker in the heart of the Ozarks, here's Aaron and Danae. Welcome, Danae. Welcome, Aaron. Uh, to a 70-degree day in the middle of January. We live in uh, the Ozarks part of Missouri. This is and insane. It's notorious for having a varied weather. Yeah, we've got an ice storm coming in a couple days, but today it's 70. It's beautiful outside. Like, you walk outside and it is mind-blowingly beautiful. Like, you just like, how is this even possible? I love days like today. January 11th. How is that even possible? I'm wondering if we're going to have a winter at all this year. I'm hoping we don't, but like you said, there's supposed to be ice this Friday. Well, I'm I mean, not we have a little bit of snow already. That's true. I mean, there was a day a couple days ago where there was snow on the ground in 49 out of 50 states. So Even North Dakota. <laughs> even Alaska. But Alaska not, even had snow. But not Florida. And that was the only one with Florida was snow the one the that ruined it. I feel like there might have been snow somewhere, but somebody forgot to report it, and so we just missed it. <laughs> uh, people always think it's Hawaii that would ruin that, but Hawaii actually has mountainous areas that have snow quite a bit. So, so Hawaii, you know, I mean, sure, it's tropical at sea level. I found the most interesting thing to be that in Georgia, they had to close the tubing place, the snow tubing place, <laughs> because snow, snow, real snow <laughs> happened. I found that to be very interesting. Yeah. And a little disappointing. Like, you would think that that wouldn't close anything at all. Like, you would just continue to let people slide down the hill. Sorry, kids. Sledding is canceled today because due to of snow. snow. That makes no sense. Well, you know, it's Georgia. What are you going to do? Georgia's not a bad place. No, but it's a warm place. That's all I'm saying. Like, they're just, they're not used to actual snow. They do fake snow. 
You seem deep in thought. What are you thinking of? Well, I'm thinking about how fake snow technically is like it's still snow. No. Mm-mm. I don't think so. What's it made it's of? It's different. It's more like ice. Okay. Like a like a chipped ice kind of thing, right? Uh, oh. Isn't it? I've never made it before. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Zero experience on this end. Only God can make a snowflake. <laughs> we can't imitate that. That's like one of the biggest metaphors we have. Every snowflake is individually crafted and, you know, unique. Which, by the way, urban legend. What? There are, the s- snowflakes can be the same. What? Why are you doing this? <laughs> also, <laughs> Santa Claus. Whoa. Don't say anything. People get really upset when you go into the Santa Claus realm. That's true. Maybe we should just shoo a dough. You ready to shoo a dough? Let's do it. All right. Uh, we're going to play some true or false here in a little bit. But first, we like to start off with... From the edge of the world, things begin to happen. When those things happen, people report on them. We call it news. And so we shall peruse the news. Take that, Mr. Squirrel Cord Chewer. If you want to know what that's in reference to, check out the Mixclusive pre-show. Oh, that's right. We haven't talked about that in the actual show. Which um, you can listen to at Mixlore.com slash Studio DNA. Yeah, or you can get your own uh, feed if you're a patron at patron, uh, Patreon.com slash Studio DNA. All right, Danae, what do you got? This cafe will give you a free meal if you work out for six minutes. I thought this was interesting. Tell me about it. So it's a European gym and a fitness provider. They're offering their patrons a delicious deal. At their new pop-up cafe called Run For Your Bun Cafe. Run For Your Bun. <laughs> They're billing- Can we think of other cool names for this cafe? Um, Exercise For Your Chicken Thighs Cafe. There you go. Okay. I now can't do any better. Now your turn. Come on. You got one. Um, eat sweat, you'll regret. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have to say the action that rhymes with the food. Like, that's the... That's the pattern. Eat, eat, sweat, you'll regret. That is a good point, though. I warned you. Uh-huh. I warned you. I didn't have anything loaded Jog in the old Jog for noodle. your hog cafe. See, you're really good at that. Well, you just think of a thing you do to exercise. Okay. And we'll do a lesson here, okay? So think of something. Okay. Okay. You, you can go ahead and say it. Squat. Squat. All right. Now think of something food-based that rhymes with squat. <laughs> Squat for what's in the pot, cafe. That's too long, though. Also, putting squat in pot in the <laughs> yeah, same sense is not a good for a restaurant. I'm, I'm just made. How about run for your bun, cafe? Okay, that works fine. That works fine. <laughs> so the idea is if you would like to, you book a reservation for like lunch, let's say, and you have to complete a six-minute workout with intervals, so like a rowing machine and a spin bike and a treadmill, sit-up squats, lunges, and then after exercising... You can order one of four healthy options from their cafe menu for free. Hmm. What do you think? I, you're right. The interesting part is if you start sweating, like that's not a great dining experience. But for six minutes, I don't know that that's going to be, that's not too intensive a workout. No, it's not. It's not. Because there's like seven minute workout apps. Yeah. You know, there's, that's kind of a, a good enough time when you could still go on a lunch break, have a little workout, have a meal and still potentially get back to work on mm-hmm. time. Um, what, but what's the point? Like why? Well, according to the research of the British office worker, um, they spend about 90% of their workday 
um, without being active and sitting down and eating at their desk. So they're trying to kind of solve the problem of the population, the working population being really stagnant. And so they're thinking of just kind of a clever way to both incentivize someone to get up and get to their restaurant, work out, and also all it's costing you is the time that it takes you to get there and back because the food's free. I get that. Like, I get how it makes sense for the person going there. I don't get necessarily how it makes sense for the restaurant. Like, they're... Well, I'm sure there's people that don't want to work out using, and they'll still buy food, are right? Are they using the bicycle treadmill, like, to power the, the restaurant? Let's hope. Like, <laughs> like it's, you know, you're, you're providing a little electricity. Let's hope. By what, by what you're doing. Uh, some uh, some good ones in the chat. Uh, squat for your hot dog. That's a pause. That has to have a pause. It has to have a pause there. Jumping jacks for your dumpling snacks cafe. Dumpling snacks. That's like a double rhyme. That's beautiful. That's so, really good. I like those. Treadmill for your fill cafe. Did you just call with that I one just, too? Yeah, that was mine. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Should I try to do another one? Sure. You, okay. Think of something exercise wise. Okay. Okay. I've got, um, I'm going to say lunge. Lunge. Okay. Lunge for your... <laughs> pick horrible rhyming words Man. lunch for your sponge cake cafe uh, so same thing I ha- I'm creating ones that have to have a pause if it was a bar spin for your gin there you go ah, spin see? for your gin bar see this is a pretty good idea there you go uh, my first one man dressed as Waldo from where's Waldo taunts police searching for him Nuh-uh. So this is a guy who the police were searching for him. I think he was going to turn himself in, uh, but instead just decided to kind of play a little game with them, dress up as Where's Waldo from the book. And he posted on social media several times about how close they were to him and that they couldn't find him and how ridiculous it was. And he said, like, I'm close enough to, you know, to see them. And so he was just kind of like in a playing Waldo a game. shirt the yep, whole time, yep, dressed up in a Waldo shirt and a oh Waldo hat. And took pictures, you know, and did some videos, had a Facebook page about it. It was over the course of, you know, like a weekend. So this last weekend or whatever. I I, I think I shouldn't find this as entertaining as I do. Why do you find it so entertaining? Because if you're in trouble, turn yourself in. But yeah. obviously he's like, I'm just going to have a one last hurrah before turning myself in. I love that he, I just, I love the um, the sense of humor of it. But again, I don't know. And maybe he said it and I just didn't read close enough. I don't know what he did. So right. I have a hard time knowing if I really find it funny until I find out. Like what his crime was? What his crime was. Right. right. Cause you know, but I, he also recorded a video in the Waldo outfit of him singing, uh, Lionel Richie's hello. Is it me you're looking for? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Taunting the police while they're searching for you. Good idea. Bad idea. Never a good idea. Never, Never a good, good idea. idea. He did eventually turn himself in, uh, and, Spokeswoman wouldn't say uh, if it was the Where's Waldo person. They just said they have this person in custody. So he has been turned in. He turned himself in. Waldo has been found. Waldo found himself. That's right. That's been a nice feature on the book, right? Like if you couldn't find Waldo, you just push a button and he waves. Points to himself. That makes it easy. Well, that's what I'm saying. Oh, sorry. I missed it. No, if you've searched and searched and you can't find him. Yeah. Then there's a feature. Where you could, you know, like push a button and he would turn himself in. I'm surprised that you would like that, though, because that's something that I would do. Well, yeah. Is click on the hints. Right, but I wouldn't click on it. You But you'd have the freedom. But you suggested it. Because you should have that freedom. If you're a quitter, you know, you can just push the button. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Moving on. What's your next one? Grandma finds out that she's been accidentally praying to a Lord of the Rings elf. (laughs) 
I saw this. This is a great grandmother in Brazil. Um, and when her granddaughter visited her, she noticed that the um, figure that she was praying to, which was supposed to be St. Anthony of, I think, like Purdue or something. I can't. I, Padua. I couldn't find it. There it is. Padua. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly. Was actually. Padua, Purdue, you know, same thing. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Was actually a figurine of Elrond, the uh, half-elder <laughs> lord of, of Rivendell. In, in fairness, he does kind of look like St. Anthony. He does. He has a robe and a sash, and yeah. he has like a crown around, and kind looks, of balding a little bit. He looks very saintly. Um, so she kind of broke the news to her grandmother, who at first did not understand what she was saying as far as sure. like who she had been praying to, and then they went and got her an actual Saint Anthony. Um, this is the danger. Figurine. It's the danger of graven images, people. This is why it's in the Ten Commandments. <laughs> I know a lot of people who are Catholic who have like figurines and different mm-hmm. saints and things like this that they spend time thinking about or praying to. I don't, I don't quite know how that works because I'm not Catholic, but I think it's supposed to be uh, an honoring thing and a remembering what those people stood for, right? How, how the you know what the influence of that certain you know that saint was that saint was and you know wanting that in your life. I think as human beings. We can take that to the next level of honestly idolatry of, you know, Mm -hmm. imbuing an object with power, with some sort of power because, you know, we pray to it or those kind of things. And I think there's a line there that I, that you know, you kind of have to If that's the case, then she was praying for long, long life because (laughs) Elrond is, as an elf, lives for a very long time. That's true. Plus, I think he was one of the ring bearers at some point in time. So probably some other really cool Lord of the Rings mythology in there yeah. that she was potentially trying to tie into without knowing it. I mean, let's be honest. Go a little deeper here. Let's be honest. None of us, uh, you know, really have a complete understanding of the God that we're praying to, right? Like, we're all in some ways probably have a, a you know, a wrong idea about who God is or, or those kind of things. I don't know. I'm kind of like a perfect human, so. <laughs> Just kidding. Because if you could understand, might not know me very well. If you could understand God perfectly, you'd be God, right? Like that's the whole thing. You just you can't know Him perfectly. I'm just glad she figured it out, and it's just really funny. I like accidentally praying to an LOTR. (laughs) It's just good stuff. (laughs) Um, yeah. Don't don't uh, uh, don't discount the idea that in the future people will be praying to like Marvel characters and like, you know, it's become your, almost your a religion. pop figures that you yeah, have in the background ex- exactly, of your studio. Exactly. That's my shrine. Olaf. That's right. Olaf. <laughs> Surrounded <laughs> by a bunch of candles. Uh, Hasbro leaves new monopoly piece to internet voting because what could go wrong? So for monopoly, you have all these little pieces like a shoe and mm-hmm. a, a hat. And a dog. Yeah, the thimble and that kind of stuff. They're the adding classics. another one. So, get- yeah. So they retire them. They add new ones. Um, oh, I didn't realize they retired them and added new ones. Yeah, this isn't the first time, uh, but they they have not followed the cautionary tale of leaving things to the internet because yeah, you may remember good. things like uh, Bodie McBoatface. Bodie McBoatface. <laughs> uh, oh, my the, goodness. Uh, the Mr. Splashy Pants, the internet named a humpback whale. Uh, Mr. Splashy Pants. You so, don't give the internet free range. You don't want to give the internet free What range. will happen is it'll wind up on some sort of Reddit feed. And then before right. we know it, you know, the internet has been responsible for some really interesting things. Like they sent um, Taylor Swift to a deaf school. 
like a school could be voted for having a visit for Taylor Swift. And so Reddit caught wind of it, uh-huh. made a forum post about it. And all these people went and voted and she went to a deaf school to perform. And that and, was a joke to begin with, but turned out to be a really neat story. It did because she followed through and it went mm-hmm. great. Yeah. But that was the joke is, okay, we'll send you wherever we want to go. Where they go. can't hear your awful yeah. music. So hopefully. I'm not saying that. Out, I think the internet was saying yes. that. I'm not saying that. Hopefully this turns out to be a good experience like that particular case where whatever is selected is something appropriate for family members to play with. I want to know if you how many of the eight classic game tokens you can name in Monopoly. I've got the list right here. Happy, dopey, sneezy. No, Danae. There's seven of those. Those are dwarfs. Duck. Can you name any of them? The dog. Okay. Scotty dog. Yeah. Scotty dog. Uh, Thimble. Thimble. Shoe. shoe. Um, Iron. Hold on. Not a shoe. It's a boot, but I'll give it to you. Boot. There's an iron. The uh, iron has been replaced, but it was an original. You said original, so. right? Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, then yeah, I'm yeah. doing my no, job. I, I said I meant current. Come on. Okay. Fine. Oh. Well, what did you mean? No, no, no. It's fine. That's the only one that's been oh. replaced. I think they just started this uh, then in 2013 uh, when they replaced it. Top hat? Top hat. Good. It's five. Three more. A cane? Nope. A barrel? Uh, <laughs> kind of, well, the word barrel is in it. Barrel of a gun? There's a, <laughs> there's a gun. Wasn't there a gun? No, there's no gun. Oh. A wheelbarrow. Oh, of course. Uh, the wheelbarrow, the battleship, and the thimble. Or the ones that... Uh, that I, th- I already said Thimble. You didn't... Well, I think we had mentioned Thimble, but I don't think you actually said it in the... I, I I did. Well, I was counting, and you only named five. You know what? When you go back and listen to this later, you're going to feel so bad. Or you will. One of the two. We'll find <laughs> out later. Uh, in 2013, the cat replaced the iron. So they're looking to do that again. To replace the cat? Uh, no, I think they're going to replace the Thimble. They can't replace the Thimble. Nobody can replace the thimble. You're getting really emotional about this. I would think that they would replace the wheelbarrow. Yeah, it, you know? d- it actually doesn't say what they're going to replace. Oh, okay. I misread that. Um, here are the uh, here are some of the options though. Cell phone. Okay. Hashtag. <laughs> no, that's so silly. Aviator sunglasses. <sighs> or emojis. So they're just trying to like really modernize it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's what they're hoping Voting for? Voting ends January 31st. That's what they're hoping for? or uh, Those are just some of the options. I wonder what the other ones are. Okay, well, I'm curious. I'm going to go look at it eventually. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, those are the ones that are listed here, but I thought hashtag was hilarious. That is so silly. Little hashtag running around the board. <laughs> I'm hashtag on Broadway. <laughs> hashtag bought it. Hashtag bankrupt. <laughs> All right, what do you got next? Researchers genetically engineer, you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Salmonella to eat brain tumors, Aaron. Mm-hmm. You're acting so casual. Well, sure. Can I just say <laughs> researchers genetically engineer salmonella to eat brain tumors? This is this is the kind of stuff that like freaks me out. It's called science. There is a lot in this particular article, right? Of mm-hmm. course, of course there's going to be. But the part that like got me it says the team also instructed the bacteria's genetics to produce two compounds azurian and p53 both of which cause cells to self-destruct but only in low oxygen environments such as the interior of a tumor where bacteria are rapidly multiplying isn't that amazing that way both the tumor cells and the bacteria like eventually die off what they do is they like literally inject this salmonella yeah 
Well, into it's kamikaze the, salmonella. Into the brain. Yep. And the salmonella is lacking a particular, I think, a protein, which, which the cancer has, the tumor has. Mm-hmm. So it rushes to the tumor to get that particular protein that it needs, eats it up, and then it self-destructs itself. Isn't that beautiful? It's kamikaze salmonella. It goes it's and takes terrifying. care of the problem starts. Well, what, more terrifying than brain cancer? No. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, and specifically, uh, it, this is glioblastoma, I think I'm saying that correctly, okay. which is a very aggressive brain cancer Like of the people who um, are diagnosed with it. Like, you usually live another five years or less. So it's a really aggressive. Um, 10% of people live another five years. So of those who get it, it's very, very dangerous. So, and surgery is an imperfect option because... Um, if even a single cancerous cell is left, it can spawn new tumors. So they have now re-engineered bacteria to go eat it. I think that's amazing. I'm always impressed at science. I think genetic engineering will be the scariest, most morally discussed, and also most beneficial science that that we will have in the coming you know, decades, centuries, like it, it, the idea of messing around with our code and being able to change things is all those things. Right. Right. Like it's scary. It is scary. It's it's morally treacherous, you know, to think about, you know, changing the design of what is being human and cloning those kind of things. Um, and then at the same time, the amazing things that could happen because of it are also very beneficial. You know, you think mm-hmm. of disease that could just be wiped out. You think of wiping out cancer because you can edit the genome or whatever or uh, you know, obesity or, or whatever people deal with. I just, it's, it's pretty incredible. It's not like a surefire solution. Of course, this article is going to go into saying mm-hmm. that, but that the rats that they've experimented on, um, that they've lasted in a, about, about 10 years in human years beyond the surgery. I had, um, I had eggs this morning that were, their sell by date was like three days ago. So I, I that might've been salmonella, maybe. Maybe I'm helping myself out. Just a little protection, just in case. It has to be genetically modified, listen, though. Listen, you blah, blah, science, blah, blah. I uh, had eggs. Yeah. <laughs> you had bad eggs. I had bad eggs. I hope they weren't bad. They didn't taste bad. They should be fine. I love this stuff, but it also, like you said, it just scares me. I think it's amazing that we might be able to help like, a disease in a, in a tumor that's really mm-hmm. difficult to get to because blood brain the blood brain barrier is an issue for like a lot of treatments for this. That's part of the reason why it's so dangerous. Is that because, is that where it's hard to understand how the blood gets to the brain? Like it's through so small things that you can't, there's such a protective barrier, right? Yeah. 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 So like medicine and stuff has a hard time getting through, which is because the brain's protected, Mm -hmm. which is awesome. Same reason disease and other things have a hard time getting through. Yeah. And those that do have a hard time getting taken care of. Right. So I find that to be, Terrifying and amazing at the same time. I found that one on Engadget.com. My final one. Man jailed in bust of the year after cops mistake cat litter for meth. How do you mistake cat litter for (laughs) meth? Apparently it was crystalline in blue. Oh, he had a bag of it. He had a bag or not a bag. I guess it was in a sock. He had a sock full of it in his car. Why would he have a sock (laughs) of it in his car? Well, see, that's the thing. Apparently this is a well-known life hack. Where if you're dealing with moisture in your vehicle that's freezing on the inside, like fog freezing on the inside, 
you put cat litter in a sock in your vehicle and it soaks up that moisture so it, oh. they don't have a problem. So he's explaining this to the police and they think he's... They're he's laugh- on meth. Yeah, they're they laughing he's... at him. Oh my goodness. Um, he <gasps> was taken in. He had like $50,000 bail or something like <gasps> that. And so, and all these things. And they finally did uh, a final test and found out it was it was actually cat litter. Is he, <laughs> and he was telling the back? truth. I, it does not say. He better. He, he says he just wants an apology. He had so, better. Yeah. I, I'm assuming. The, is that the guy's face? The bail, yeah, this is him. That's his mug shot. Look how smug he is. Like, I was going to say, did you just say smug shot? Because <laughs> he's a like, good description. you guys are going to have to pay me back for everything because it was cat litter. Well, okay? and the other thing is the other reason I don't feel quite as bad is because the police were being so smug about it, too. Like they were, you know, broadcasting how they had the biggest bust in Harris County and oh. like they were really bragging about this and. And it's and so, cat litter. Yeah. Oh, and so they're no. taking pictures with it. Oh, and, no. And saying, you know, how it's because it would this be an amazing like, thing. So this is like something from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> but it's real life. But it is real life. I really hope he gets paid back for his trouble. I, I'm sure he will be. Because that's a lot of ba- That's a lot of money for bail. That's a big deal. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he didn't have to actually pay the 50000 to get out. Well, okay. Because bail don't. Help me out. Help me out. Do you know the difference between bail and a bond? $50,000 bond. Mm, we don't have to, we do not have to do this on the air. I just wondered mm, if you knew, maybe that's something he, like, he doesn't have to owe. Like, maybe it just goes I away. What my Google search thinks of me. Um, <laughs> bonds are bail monies paid by a bail bond company. So the defendant can secure a loan with collateral, like a car or house, and has to pay a fee, usually about 10% of the bail amount. So, in addition, so, so probably, so he probably owes fifty five thousand then. So the to this the bond bail company. bondsman then pays the court por- the portion of the bail monies and is guaranteed that the rest will be paid if the defendant disappears. Hmm. So I think like he he would pay, oh because bail because bail is just to secure them coming back. It's not like they they pay. It's not a fine. You pay fifty thousand dollars to get out, knowing that you'll come back, and when you come back, well, how does you get it, that how does it work in Monopoly? Back. Is that how it works <laughs> in Monopoly? There's a bond you have to pay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. I think that was the educational portion of our podcast. I think that the internet should vote a sock full of cat litter as the, as new, the monopoly. new monopoly piece. <laughs> this is just my suggestion. How would you even know what was in the sock? You wouldn't. Like it's just a lumpy sock. <laughs> it would be so obscure. <laughs> Go straight to jail. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, I did want to also update from a previous uh, peruse the news. The guy from the uh, Hollyweed sign where he changed the sign from hollywood to hollywood did turn himself in so i don't know would you turn yourself in it's a good question probably yeah yeah well what waldo did it maybe right. that was the waldo guy maybe that's yeah the <laughs> unknown was the waldo let's talk a little bit about uh, patreon we mentioned if you wanted to hear the exclusive pre-show that you could be one of our patrons and get your own podcast feed uh, how that works is every show that's on the podcast network that you're supporting is in that one podcast feed, plus all the bonus shows, which includes the pre-show, includes any bonus material, all that kind of fun stuff. If you would like to learn more about how to support Studio DNA, where all this magic happens, you can go to patreon.com slash studio DNA. And when you do that, you'll kind of see the different perks that are available. And if you start giving it the $3 a month level, that's whenever you get access to that great RSS feed for your podcasts. And also know that your monthly support is going to an independent studio that creates podcasts and radio shows 
uh, we really appreciate you guys pitching in and helping us out. Absolutely. Uh, three bucks a month. You can start there at patreon.com slash studio DNA. And thank you so much for even considering it. We appreciate it. So we've been playing a game here on the show for the last little while. Um, we kind of got we're in a we're in a true or false kind of rut. So you call it a rut. <laughs> I call it a rhythm. That's true. I like to try. I'm to, enjoying it. I do. It doesn't have become fun. a rut until you're not enjoying it anymore. It's also really fun if you're able to join us for a live show because then you can kind of play you along, know, chat along, yeah, absolutely, with what you think. So we pick a topic um, that, and then we have answer questions. True or false about that topic. We've covered things like dinosaurs and dinosaurs mm-hmm. and dinosaurs. <laughs> uh, I think we did whales one time. Lots of fun stuff. We did do whales. Here are your choices for your topic. Did we do American history once too or something? Something like that. Yeah. Well, we did the world in 2016 mm-hmm. at one point. So, all right, here are your choices. Feel free in the live chat to let us know what you want to hear us do but Danae will get the final choice oh. I already think I know what it is or what it should be kitties. I will save that one for last I actually don't want to do anything about kitties here kitties are your choices kitties. for topics trees yes the Vikings yes great composers yep sharks oh lord <laughs> no and finally human babies human babies right it's gotta be human is there babies is really one that's on the list today featured on the li- on the for the choices for today wow I I am pregnant right now. If you didn't know already, uh-huh. maybe you've missed the previous shows. It's my first baby. So I think I could do pretty well on this one. The chat has only voted for baseball part two. <laughs> that was horrible. Actually, that, that wasn't was too bad. Because there was a lot of uh, sports fans in the chat that day. You guys did a really good job. All right. Uh, 15 questions, true or false questions about human babies, Danae. Okay. For the future mom. Mm. Here we go. True or false? At our birth, our brain already has all of its neurons. True. At our birth. I'm going to let you do this one. We're just going to completely <laughs> quiz you. I'm not going to give any input on I this one. I actually don't know. Well, I'll tell you I, what. I'll give input after you've made your decision. So are you going with true? I think I would go with true. All right. Uh, but I don't I don't know because I, I have no idea. Because I feel like... Can we create, I know we can create new neurological pathways, but does that mean that we would create new neurons? I don't know today. Well, what you're you supposed think? to help. We're doing I'm this I'm not together. helping you till you land on your final answer. You know, when you make up all the rules like this <laughs> to benefit you. It's not benefit me. I just thought it would be, I thought it would be fun for the mom to be to answer questions about human babies and see what your score would be. You know what's really fun? What? Isolate that new mom so that <laughs> she has no feedback. <laughs> <laughs> I think the answer is false. I think uh, certainly you have to grow neurons, right? I, I, yeah, I don't. I don't know that we have all of them that we're ever going to have in there. What uh, is a neuron, Danae? That's a good question. What is it? What is a neuron? It's a brain cell, right? I, I know. I don't know that it's the cell neuron. I know you can lose them, right? Yeah, you can. You can lose them, and then you can get them back. So let's say false, because if you can we're going to say back, false. We're going to say false. It is false. Throughout life, the brain creates new neurons. We are yeah. not born with all the neurons we will need, as we have long believed. Because so, we create, we, we create new, we create new thoughts. You can learn things. Yep, yep. All okay. right. True or false? Babies are born without kneecaps. It's true, right? Uh, is it? <sighs> Just say true. I've never heard this before. Oh, Danae is saying true, and it is correct. Babies are born without kneecaps. However, they have a uh, cartilaginous cart. 
cartilaginous. 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 I think one of the one of the best parts of doing true or false is hearing us try to pronounce words we don't know. Cartilaginous. 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 Structure in the knee. Uh huh. Turns into the bone of the kneecap by the age of four. We're pretty squishy when we're first born. True or false? By age two, a baby will have covered about sixty-two miles on all fours. Whoa! By age two, yeah, let's say that's true. Baby will have covered sixty-two miles. Do you think it's more or less? I've never had a two-year-old. You have. You've had four of them. Wow, sixty-two miles. That could be true. I would crawl (laughs) sixty-two miles, and I would crawl sixty-two more. Just to be the baby that is crawling on my way up to your door. All right, we're going with true. Yep, that's wow. true. That's a lot. 62 miles of crawling in the first couple of years. Or 100 kilometers. That's why babies are so in shape. True or false? A baby's weight triples in the first year. Triples. Mm. So let's say uh, your baby's going to be born about, what, 12 pounds, 13 pounds? Oh, you shut <laughs> your mouth. Oh, Aaron, in my head, I was like, let's start at six pounds. Let's start at six pounds or seven pounds, seven ounce. I was, eight, I, eight pounds is what? Average? Eight or nine pounds is average? Let's, eight pounds, let's say eight. <laughs> let's go with something. So like. tripling would be 24-ish. By, do you think a one-year-old the... weighs 24 pounds? No. What do you think a one-year-old weighs? More pounds than than six, less pounds than thirty. You think so? I don't, dude. I've never had one before. I I'm trying don't to remember know. the weight of a one year old. Uh, Twenty four pounds. Yeah, that could be. It sounds like it one, could happen. One, not six months. One. They change so much so quickly. By the time they're a year old, it might be more than that. Let's say. Let's say that that's true. We're gonna say it's true. I think because it might be more than that. You but think it's more? I think it might be. Whoa. That's... that's I have no... But have then again, no I idea. had giant children <laughs> that grew very, very fast. So let's go Let's go with true. All right, we're going with true. It is true! Wow. Hey, by the way, we're perfect so far. Just so you know, four for four. Baby's weight triples from birth to the first birthday. Don't you birthday. mean me? Yeah. Well, we, we gave that up. You weren't liking that. So we'll continue on. Oh, it was me. Uh, on average, from eight to 24 pounds. Look at that. We even knew the average. The exact average. We did so good. We did. We did great on that one. All right. Next question. True or false? Babies have an inborn fear of predators such as wolves. Uh, I don't think that's true. I mean, I've known babies that are very scared of animals. I've known cry, babies that have crawled right but up crawl, to them. Yeah, crawl right up and roll right all over them. You would think that they'd be born with a fear of touching the stove. <laughs> uh, so I don't all- think that they're afraid. No, I think they have to learn fear in a yeah. lot of ways, right? Like it's that's, that's fear, fear is more learned. Yeah, fear is circumstantial. Yeah, I think that's right. I'm, let's go with false. Uh, we're going with false. Yes, it is false. Babies are not afraid of predators. Over time, they learn to protect themselves by imitating the reaction of adults to danger. That's why when they fall over, if they look at the adult and the adult is scared, then they're scared. They kind of mm-hmm. mimic. Yeah, which is why some people say that you are supposed to get excited and clap and. Say yay when they fall over and scrape a knee. We we have such a culture of fear, which means that they become like, I don't know, Olympic champions because they don't fear like. <laughs> oh, we we very much did that when when our children would you know fall down or whatever. We just you know very normal. nonchalant, yeah. yeah, very nonchalant about it, and I, I think it served as well. 
Um, I think this is really important to, to know that children learn fear by imitation because what you're afraid of that impacts your life, you're going to teach that to your kids just by living it out. Like you don't, they don't have to even experience it themselves. We've had this conversation, my husband and I, about vegetables. Oh, yeah. Because he has an immediate aversion. If you yeah. mention a vegetable, he, he makes a face, he yep. cringes, he's like, yep. no, I don't want to do it. Yeah. I don't even want to try it. Yeah. And so the seven years we've been married. I tried so hard not to pass that on to my kids, but I wonder if I did. The seven years that we've been married, I would joke around, hey, if we ever have kids someday, you're going to have to learn how to like mask that mm. because they're going to learn not to want to eat something because of how you react to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure, they have their own tastes, too, and potentially, you know, like allergies and things like that that we'll have to just figure out as we go. But if you have someone that's like, ew, it's so gross, right? Then they're going to imitate yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Next one. True or false? One week after birth, babies react to the rhythm of days and nights. One week after birth. I mean... Danae, I'll let you start, Danae. No. No. Yeah. I, I, I that has to be I false. I haven't read that anywhere. I, every baby's different too. Like understanding day and night seems to take a while for some some babies. Yeah. So that's I, gotta I saw, be false. I saw a really interesting visual chart that a dad did of the first six months of his baby's life. He he documented every time the baby was awake and when it went to sleep and for how long and when it woke up and made a circular chart starting from the inside in the spiral. Oh, wow. And, and so the awake was white and the asleep was like purple or something. And it was this incredible spiral pattern of the first six months of it, every single day that the baby had been alive hmm. of when it was asleep and when it was awake. And it was just this really strange looking spiral pattern. And it definitely was not looking <laughs> it d- like didn't there get was into a, a rhythm. rhythm. <laughs> I guess we're set on false then. So I think it's false. All right. We are correct. Babies have no relation to time. A week after their birth, they are insensitive to the rhythm of days and nights. Before we I mean, move you on. you might get lucky. You might get lucky and have a baby that understands it's time to sleep at night or whatever. Sure. I've heard of people having that. But um, Before we move on, your mom is in the chat. Yeah. She said about the f- regarding the fear, she said, that's why I never wanted you kids to know how afraid I was of swimming or how I hated milk. Yeah. I didn't know you hated milk. Good job. See? Good job, mom. <laughs> I did know how afraid she was of swimming. Because uh, I had heard the stories of her uh, almost drowning. Oh. And ever since then, like, yeah. But I didn't take that on myself. Uh, that's good. But that's also horrible that that happened. I'm sorry that happened to you. True or false? A baby smiles about 300 times a day. That seems high. It does seem high. It does seem like the baby's high. I know that's not what you meant. It was, that's not it was what I a, meant. It was a joke. Um, <laughs> Thank you for clarifying, Aaron. <laughs> when you have to say it's a joke, it wasn't really a joke. Uh, 300 times a day, a baby smiles. That seems, no. I mean. Uh, no, right? No. It, the thing is, is like, we, we think of smiling like purposeful. Yeah. But babies might have their, because when they're in their infancy stage, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the brain is just sending signals to their body and the arms are moving, the legs are moving. So it could be like just a muscle intervent, like innervation. Like, well, let's do the math. If it were 240 still, times a day, that's 10 times an hour, right? It can't be 300 times a day. That's just too high. And it'd be even higher than that. Yeah. So once every, once every six minutes, once every, yeah, about once every four to six minutes. Could be. Well, that would be what it, the math is. What Se- if it's still true? Still seems high to me. Still seems high to me. <gasps> I'm not sure of this one. Yeah, let's say no. 
We're going to go with false. I'm so nervous. We think nervous it's too high. We, we think it's really too high. We, we have a, oh, our it's first, first one is wrong. It is true. About 300 times a day. It's one of its most effective means of communication. What? Yep. <laughs> Crying and smiling. Oh, well. Man, we missed it. Babies begin to recognize themselves in the mirror at about 18 months of age. That seems about right. I think it's before that. You think it's? That's, I was thinking it could be that or before. I think it's before that, but again, I'm not 100% sure on this one. Oh, oh, we're going with false. Are we going with false? Oh, uh, man. Two bad ones in a row. Uh, 18 months, children recognize themselves in the mirror. Before that, they react to the reflected image, but without making the connection to themselves. I don't buy this. Are they saying every single person is the same and it's at 18 months? It's an average, I bet. But it doesn't say that. Well. Oh, I guess it says about. I guess it says about. It said about. All right. True or false? Babies have an innate fear of heights. This is the same fear thing, though, right? So this yeah, is they the just same... said the fear was learned. Because they 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 will so, so quickly false. tumble false. off of stairs. False. Yeah, we've already had this question. Yeah, that's false. All right. Fear comes with time and experience and falling off of dressers. <laughs> I'm sorry. Maybe that was a personal personal experience. Uh, there is a birth every 30 seconds in the world. True or false? I think it's quick more than that. Oh, it's so much more than that. Which is crazy it's to kind, think about. Yeah. What do you think it's like every two seconds? Let's yeah, let's see if we if we can get yeah, I think uh uh four births a second is what it is. Four births a second. That is so mind blowing. Yeah. That means By in the way, that I pause <laughs> just because you're not watching and you didn't see that we actually picked it, know that. I wasn't pulling that out of the air. That is actually the correct answer. Four births per second. So in one Shoe the Dough episode, mm-hmm. that's a lot of babies. That'd be 60 seconds times 60-ish minutes, so 360 seconds, so times four is 1,440. That's a lot of babies. 1,440 babies born just during this episode of Shoe the Dough. Welcome to the world, little ones. Uh, let's see. True or false? The baby can breathe while nursing. Uh, uh, yeah. Let's hope that the baby can breathe. What kind of a question is that? Well, we can't breathe while drinking. Oh. But it doesn't say... <laughs> it just blew your mind. But it doesn't say, like, I can breathe and, and drink water. We can gulp and breathe and then gulp again. That's what I'm thinking this is meaning. Is, is that what it means? Because nursing isn't just the drinking. It's like, I think it's like the whole thing, I wonder thing, if right? that's what they mean is the drinking. Oh, this is such a hard game. <laughs> I want to get it right. But, uh, but is there time, something special about the baby that allows them to breathe while drinking? Through its amphibious gills inside <laughs> of its neck? <laughs> uh, I think we should go with true, because obviously the baby can breathe, but yeah, I think we have to go we're with true be on tricked. this. I think we, I we're going to we, be tricked. But we have to go with true on this, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah, True. Uh, in the baby, it does have a special way. No, it doesn't. It does. In the baby, the <gasps> pharynx is higher in the throat than an adult. The trachea and the nasal cavity are thus close to, closer together, which allows the baby to breathe while nursing. So Stop while it. actually drinking. Stop it. That's amazing. I haven't learned that yet. There you go. That's kind of crazy, man. True or false? Babies have way more bones than adults. <laughs> That's an awfully worded question. That's false. It's got to be false just because of the way the question is worded. Way, way more. more. So many more bones. Uh, way more bones than adults. Uh, I think, actually, we have the exact same amount, don't we? Except for the, Except for the kneecap. The kneecap. <laughs> what? 
I guess it's... Nope, that's true. Babies have more bones than adults. It could almost be said that a baby skeleton arrives with spare parts. During bones, several uh, during growth, several bones fuse together. Okay, fine, but way more? Way more bones? We were tricked. Come on. We were tricked. Tell me the exact number, and I'll tell you if it's way more. If it was like three more bones, then. So it's saying, right, it's like, saying that there's extra... Then just say more bones. Babies have more bones than adults. So... Or babies have twenty percent more bones than adults, or something fused together. Well, like the skull, right? I guess the but skull of all... a baby counts as two bones. <sighs> that is a tricky question. I don't know. Way more. <laughs> way more bones. We were, we were way wrong. True or false? At birth, the inner ear is still poorly formed. Isn't that true? I think, I think that's, that's true. true. I think that's true. Oh, that we're... is false. Wow, guys. We. <laughs> We're oh, not, how the mighty have fallen. Oh, we're not doing good. At birth, the inner ear is already formed in babies here very well. They even recognize the sounds they have heard while in the mother's womb. There you go. <sighs> we were so proud. Our pride came before the fall. True or false? Two more left. From the earliest days, a baby recognizes his mother's face from more than six and a half feet away. From the earliest days, a baby recognizes his mother's face. From more than six and a half feet away. I don't like the way that's worded either. Because the earliest days is like day one and two. And the baby doesn't even know your face until day one and two. But but the baby knows your voice. So maybe it's well, quicker it to recognize your face. Voice. I'm just saying that the baby might like recognize your face faster. Because he or she will recognize six the mom's voice. Six feet away. But the, that's the part that stops me. Is because I don't remember how well the eyes can focus because it takes a minute Mm -hmm. not a literal minute for them to learn how to focus i thought yeah and in fact i've heard that babies can't see close up that's what sorry about that (laughs) (laughs) that's that's what i've heard too that it takes time like they have to learn how to focus so i'm saying false all right we're going false that Yay! is false. Baby is born with blurred vision. Although it can distinguish light shapes and movements, the visual field is limited to about eight inches. True or false? Final question. Babies understand three times as many words as they are able to say. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase. Babies understand way more words than they are able to say. <laughs> it says three times as many words. But we're not bitter. <laughs> no, not at all. Babies understand three times as many words as they are able to say. I, that's got to be true. I think that I in general agree. that's true. Yeah. That's true of like when you're learning a new language, when like you're learning Spanish. I bet there are three times as many words I you know, would know if I heard them. My dogs know can't, words. Can't say them. They can't say them. That's true. No, they're your, not babies. Your dogs know infinitely times more words by uh, hearing them than what they can say. Because they can't say a single word. That's true. Uh, yeah, we're going with true on this one. Yay! The ability to understand words is superior to that of pronouncing them. An infant can understand three times as many words as they can say. Well, congratulations. We did actually end up with 11 out of 15, making us a college graduate in the era, uh, area of human babies. Congratulations, today. You understand what's about to happen kind of. in your world. Sort of. And now you know babies are mutants that can drink and breathe at the same time. I like how in the chat it was like gillyweed. <laughs> that's right babies have eaten gillyweed any other questions today do you have about human babies that you want us to answer for you do i get to decide the circumference of the baby's head <laughs> at birth <laughs> no no you do not uh nope i think i'm i think i'm doing good on that stuff. So i read a lot 
and I have an interesting app that tells me stuff. Yeah. I can tell you about stuff that's going to happen. All right. Tell me. Tell me what you know about a baby. Right now, she's about two pounds. Mm Mm-hmm. And as she grows in this last few months of my... Gestation. My pregnancy, Mm -hmm. my stomach, my intestines, and all of my insides are going to be moving out of the way and squished (laughs) in ways they've never known before. And I will have to just deal with it. Yes, you will. Also, it's very hard to get up. And that's because of the baby. So that's what I know about the baby. (laughs) (laughs) It's stuff happening to my body. I must have a baby then because I have a difficult time getting up as well. (laughs) Thanks so much for shooing the dough with us today. The podcast is part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. You can find out more about other live and later shows on the network by following the feed at Mixler.com slash Studio DNA. Huge thanks to Chris Tilly for composing the Shoe the Dough theme. And, of course, much love and gratitude to our Patreon supporters for giving monthly to make this show and others on the network possible. You support. You support. You support. You support. Support starts at three bucks a month. Comes with some pretty fun perks. You can find out more info at patreon.com slash studio DNA. Also, subscribe, rate, comment at your podcast player of choice. Uh, can help us get noticed by others who might enjoy the show, especially if that's iTunes. Uh, also, if you've got anything you want to say, if you've got an idea for the show, whatever the case may be, you can email us at feedback at shoethedough.com. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com.